The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a glorious, glorious day today. I'm so excited. We're going to open up the show talking about health and fitness with Autumn Arnold. We're going to bring on Marcella Stretch, the uh, owner, founder, and creator of PODS, Parents of Deployed Service Members. Then we're going to round out the show with Daniel Sainuk, who's written a great book about guide dogs, which I thought was really kind of interesting. I love dog shows, Robin. Always puts me in a good mood. It does, and it's a darling book. But we've all we have over the course of our our uh, tenure here on Toganet have talked about do- guide dogs a number of times. So this will be a really different uh, perspective. It'll it'll give us a great opportunity to really know firsthand how dogs integrate with the service. So that's wonderful. It is. It is. You know, and it's funny because we've had what we've had trainers on. We've had uh, companies that provide uh, service dogs for their service members. But uh, today we're going to talk about um, a children's author who wrote the book about guide dogs, which to me, it's always amazing, Rob, what what comes out of the military community based on need. You know, it's just so much fun. It is, and it is a darling book. Um, it, it's it's small for little ones. It's it's a coloring type book, so they can draw and color in it. And it also has a wonderful story. So I'm real excited to talk to him. I am. I am too. Um, it's been a busy week this week for me, Rob. I don't know about you. I've been running by the seat of my pants, and it's only Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of the way I feel. I know. I had. I'm, I'm thinking. I've got to have a cup of coffee. I think instead of my usual tea, I, just to kind of get going. We've been busy out here. I actually have a polar fleece on right now. That's how cold it is in New England right now. Wow, <laughs> we are chilly. <laughs> It's we've got that rain. In fact, we'll have to ask Daniel when we talk to him, and we'll have to ask Marcella too. She's on the East Coast. She's probably getting plummeted with this this crazy storm that's coming up through. So we had that miserable heat wave, and then we went back to I think it topped out at fifty eight the other day for us. Can you believe it? 
in June. Wow. In June. <laughs> well, you know, there was snow in parts of the country in early June, you know, which is always always fun for me. We were hot this weekend. We were like crazy hot, 110 <sighs> degrees, 107 in different oh parts of Oh, my gosh. Angeles in Southern California. Yeah, I took my pool filter apart, and I, I really got to hand it to all the military moms that stay home while their husbands are on deployment because taking that pool filter apart by myself with a six- and a nine-year-old, we had two hoses going. Mud was flying everywhere. <laughs> we couldn't get the top back on right. It took us like three tries. And, um, you know, it's just amazing how uh, single moms and parents who are on have their spouses on deployment just keep going no matter what the odds, no matter what the circumstances. So I want to, you know, acknowledge all the military moms out there and the dads whose partners are on deployment uh, because it's really hard. It's hard. You're right. I think sometimes you have to change your perspective on on that separation uh, in that as difficult as it is, and that's easy for someone to say who's not in a separation right now, but it's, it, it, I think when I'm thinking of you te- tearing the pool filter apart and thinking, oh boy, we would have had so much fun playing in the mud <laughs> if, if we had done it. You know, I guess it's a matter of finding the best of a situation and that's not easy to do because it's always compounded with stress or a timeline or a financial barrier. I mean, there's always something else to taint what could be just just fun. I don't know if I've I've t- told you before, but I used to get lost on purpose when I had the kids in the car. I think you, I've told you that on the on the telephone, but maybe not on the radio show. Just because we would have an adventure together, and I guess finding an adventure out of everything just gives kids permission to explore and gives kids permission to uh, not be afraid to be able to be confident that whatever choices they met, make, no matter what they come out on the other end are going to be okay so as as difficult as as stress is when you're the one that's holding down the fort back home um i guess try and enjoy those few times that that might end up being stressful but but in the end it could be something to look back and say gee didn't we have fun playing in the mud we couldn't put the full pull filter back together again <laughs> it was fun i mean i will it's so funny how you you know i think about like how heavy that thing was to lift and we couldn't get that band sure. on and couldn't tighten it you know but we did we were covered with mud from head to toe and we jumped in the pool and got clean and you know the one thing that i do like about uh, military families and military children especially what they learn on deployment is resiliency i know my kids have learned more about you know because you know it's like the middle of summer we live out in the desert there's not a pool guy for a hundred miles that I could even afford mm-hmm. and um, you know so what I was thinking about when you were talking about you know looking at it from a different perspective I thought here's my kids learning how to take a pool filter apart not that they're maybe never do that in their lifetime but they'll know that with a wrench and a set of tools they can take something apart and maybe they get it back together maybe they don't but they won't be afraid to try because we That's try right you know everything and there's something to be said for that. That's giving them the ability to uh, have the the resources to explore. And whether it's p- pulling a pool filter apart or realizing, yes, I can change my own oil in the car or, yes, I can change a tire. I mean, there's, there's a lot of times that I think giving kids the ability to e- explore the, the way to get through a situation is good. It's not 
they are going to be self-sufficient. They are going to be strong. They're going to be confident. And they're going to do so many wonderful things when they're older just because of it. It, it, it sounds so um, almost metaphoric, but it really is is a way of empowering your children. Well, I think it that's is. so important. Yeah, It is, Rob. You know, we went cherry picking. We took about 30 kids with us cherry picking up in the mountains on Sunday. And it was really interesting to me to see the difference. In, you know, and this sounds so bad, but the resilience levels in the kids and I you know we had a couple military families there and a couple you know my kids are single parent households they know how to roll these kids it's like we went to Taco Bell we threw a bunch of tacos on the table you know and then we had a couple kids that were you know we had these two only children and I felt so bad for them Rob even though I was kind of giggling a little bit because they just didn't know what to do they're like well I didn't order this this is not what I usually get. This is not, and we were like, listen, kids, this is a chow, hound. this is a chow table. You know, we've got two sets of those $9, you know, taco packages where you get 10 of them and they just random, you know, you get burritos, tacos, soft tacos, you know, That's and they, fantastic. the kids yeah. had that resiliency dug right in. And the other ones were like, well, this is not what I ordered. And I'm like, you better eat, man. You better eat, son, because you're not going to get any food. <laughs> That happens sometimes at Girl Scout camp. You know, when you're prepping for Girl Scout camp, everyone's saying, oh, I don't like this, I don't like that. After they've been outside for all day, no matter what you put on that campfire, they're going to eat it. That's right. They're going to have lizard tacos and snail ice cream, and they would put it back down. (laughs) You know, we had a couple of posts on our Facebook page, and I just thought I'd I'd stick this information out there before our first break. Um, There's an organization called Hope for the Warriors who's looking looking for some volunteer help in San Diego. So if you're out in that area on June 26th, they need help of from professionals with a background in human resources to help with re, uh, resume writing and mock interview sessions. What a neat way to help uh, some guys and gals get back into the swing of the of the career job day or whatever. I think that's that's a great thing. The uh, contact is Connie and it is C Morinello and it's M O R I N E L L O at hopeforthewarriors.org. So I just kind of wanted to put that out and I there's a couple of things going on with Operation Homefront down in Texas as well. So if you look for Operation Homefront on Facebook, there's a week's worth of stuff that they could use your help on and if you need more information her contact information is tracy t-r-a-c-y dot curran c-u-r-r-a-n at operation homefront dot net um they're reaching out and needing some help with lots of different things one of which is a baby shower on Wednesday. So (laughs) if you want to help with the baby shower down in Texas, they sure could use your help. That is a lot of fun. Well, I loved about this, like there wasn't anything like you have to send donation, you have to mail a check. You know, you could just go and show up and everybody's got two hands or you like that interview thing. That would be so much fun. I mean, I don't think I would help anybody, but I sure have a good time. (laughs) This is the thing. It's like, you know, sometimes it's just pooling our resources and maybe there's some people out in San Diego who could say, yeah, I can afford a couple of hours and go down and help some of our returning um, veterans coming that are our new veterans 
to uh, spiff up their resume, utilize those skills that they gained while they were uh, serving our country, and put them to good use for, for their new career. Uh, that transition time is difficult, so it's really nice to hear of all of these things that are reaching out to help our, our soldiers and our Marines coming home. You know, we have uh, Autumn Arnold coming in. We uh, had somebody else in line, and unfortunately, they were detained. So we are very appreciative that Autumn Arnold, our health coach, is coming on to give us a hand with our next segment. She's always got great advice as far as keeping us healthy, keeping us fit, and keeping us looking ahead. Um, we talked about protein last time. We'll have to talk to our Autumn and see what else we can uh, stay healthy with with the summer months coming in. Boy, when you're looking at ice cream and you're looking at all those uh, wonderful things that barbecues have, it's really hard to stay on track if you're watching your brain. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching it go up. That's what I'm doing. I know. So do stay tuned. This is Robin Boyd with Sandra Beck today on Military Mom Talk Radio. We're so glad you're with us. Be back in a moment with Autumn Arnold. <laughs> Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Have you been laid off? Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Togginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and 
Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And, boy, you guys cut it close. I got two sick kids home today who were fighting during the commercial break. And I'm like, you guys got 30 seconds to knock it off. Uh, but they are both playing. One's playing Wii, one's playing DS, so they're all good. That's um, great. That's a typical Military Mom day, huh, Robin? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a typical any mother day. I don't. I I know exactly where you're at. I was there once, and and now I can sit back and laugh. <laughs> yes, laugh at me. <laughs> well, we're going to bring on Autumn Arnold. She's our health and wellness coach uh, for this uh, 2013 season, and she has brought so much joy into my life, Robin. And I am fitter, and I am thinner. Uh, but I'm so glad she's coming on today because. What I noticed uh, with my, you know, six-month plan to get into a bathing suit without being horrified by summer plan, <laughs> that's what I call it, um, is that I did a lot better weight-wise by cutting back my portions than I did working out. And I want to talk to, uh, to Autumn about that today because that was really frustrating to me to go, gosh, it's like seems like it's 90% what I put on my mouth and 10% what I do in my day. So I want to get her take on that. Good, good hey idea. I'm always excited to be on, and I was really excited when you asked me to come on today. So, um, you know, most people's problem, everybody's problem, is we don't eat enough, and what we do eat aren't the right things. So you're not getting enough protein, you're not getting enough calories, too much junk food, too much sugar, too much carbohydrates. So then when you start working out, you really need to balance your caloric intake with your workout. So when I first start with a client, I get them on my scale, and it reads your caloric intake and your body fat percentage, muscle percentage. And what that does is, like, for me, instance, um, I am, like, a 1,700-calorie caloric intake, which means that my body takes that many calories to operate on a daily basis. Now, to lose weight, you eat about 300 less, okay? But then on the days you work out, you need to eat at least 1,700 or more, depending on how many calories you burn during that workout. So, you know, lots of people want to go with these quick weight loss solutions that are really, really bad on your diet. You're cutting your caloric intake even sometimes to 500 calories a day, and your body goes into a storage mode, and it holds on to everything. You don't have enough energy, um, and you're definitely not letting the weight go. So, okay. Then you, you you hit me like right over the head with that first sentence. You're like, you don't eat enough of the right food. You eat too much junk food. You eat too much sugar. You know, right there was, was all me. How do you go about, like, how do I do a complete system overhaul? Because as soon as I get overwhelmed, Autumn, you know, like with the certain things going on in my life right now, uh, I've got some legal things going on, you know, with respect to my divorce. I'm all stressed out. I'm running around like a lunatic. So I do. I hit Jack in the box. I'm going to McDonald's for French fries when I'm stressed. Help. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's well, like, where do you do that system change? Well, first and foremost, you need to switch your thinking because... If mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. 
So if you go into self-destructive mode when stresses arise or life happens, then that's when we completely forget about what we want and the goals that we're trying to achieve. So first of all, it needs to be a mind flip of no matter what my day goes or what happens in my day, I'm going to stay on track for my own personal goals and health. So it's almost like that's what you need to tell yourself every single day when you wake up, that this is my plan for the day. And no matter what tries to detour me, this is what I'm going to eat, and this is what I'm going to do as far as exercise, if that's what you choose to do. It's all a mindset. Really? Yeah. Wow. What do you think, Rob? I, I'm listening because uh, actually Stephen excuse me, is going through some of this as well right now. He's going through um, the assistance of a dietitian at our local Veterans Administration, which, by the way, is a wonderful resource. We'll have to have him talk to you about it. Um, and the, the one thing is it's a retraining, which is very, very difficult of eating the right things. Now, here he was eating certain vegetables, which he thought was helpful for him, but they aren't because they were the starchier vegetables. They weren't the better vegetables for him. So it's just trying to find the right, um, the right balance and then balance it with the exercise. And it's, it's really hard to get to the right. And, and routine was the one thing that she kept, it was so emphatic about. Routine, routine, routine. Absolutely. So how do you create this routine? You basically, for me, what I suggest with my clients is you get a daily planner. I know you have one. And <laughs> right, in, right in your schedule, you write what you're going to eat and what time you're going to eat it and take your supplements or vitamins. Um, and you stick to your daily schedule as best as possible. And, you know, with kids being homesick or, you know, when things happen and you have to head to court suddenly, you know, that things like that are going to arise. And, you know, don't beat yourself up when you don't have a perfect day. But, it's, you know, working from home, just like you, that's how I have to get my work done. I can't get my work done unless I have my schedule lined out hour by hour, minute by minute of every single day. And I sometimes think to myself, I don't want to follow the schedule today. But then I'm like, you know, these are my goals. This is my plan. And I have to follow my schedule as best as I can. And that goes with your nutrition as well. And it sometimes it just takes people getting to the point where they're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And some people have to wait until they reach that. Hmm. Well, and you're right. I mean, I think about like, you know, I was looking at when you were talking about my schedule, Autumn, you know, because, you know, I have this big pink eight and a half by 11 binder, you know, <laughs> that I carry around. And what does it have in there? It's got take kids to school, you know, radio show, call Greg, call Joyce, call Mark, call Bob, call Vicki, appointment with this. Everybody is in my day planner but me. Right. Exactly. I mean, sadly enough, I, mean, I don't appear anywhere on here. First, it should be, you know spiritual, whatever that might be, personal development, whatever you believe in, God, Buddha, anything, whatever your, your religion or that might belief might be, and your kids, then you, and then your business. Wow. Yeah, I'm completely backwards. I'm like, kids and business vie for top, and and then when I'm left, whatever's left over at the end of the day is for me, and that's usually not until 1030 at night. Yeah. 
There's a certain amount that we do have to say, all right, our kids have to get to school. We can't just say, you know what, we're going to send you in around 11 o'clock because I want to have a little time. I mean, obviously, (laughs) I wish we could, but there are certain things that are givens and that those are not um, flexible. But then, like Autumn says, you do need to plug in and sometimes it's stemming on that N word, you know, the N-O word. We have to say, no, I don't have uh, an available slot on Monday at 10 o'clock, but I can do that on Tuesday at 3. It, because Absolutely. you have Sandra written on 10 o'clock on Monday, and that's that's hard. I've got to pu- uh, uh, stick this in, too. Stephen um, mentioned it on the chat. One of the tracking things, and I think, Sandra, you had a tracker at one time, and I don't know if, Autumn, you've mentioned a tracker before, but right now Steve is using something called MyFitnessPal.com. That's one of the ones that the dietitian suggested to him so that he can track everything that he eats. He has a certain um, parameter that he's trying to keep within as far as calories, but he's also got to watch his carbs and, and, and so forth. And depending on what your nutrition is, this has been really helpful for him. He logs everything in. Even if we went to the uh, an out, a restaurant out or we bought certain granola bars, the brand is in there. It, it logs it in and it gives you exactly where you're at for your day that's a really really great tool to have and and in fact my fitness pal is the one that i used for a long time Uh, but now i do do use one that um our company has um, bought out and taken over which is fantastic too it's called iChange. um so very exactly pretty much exactly the same um, but that's a really great way because people usually we have no idea what's in things and right. with the brands and everything else being readily available right in those applications, you can see what you've eaten. And sometimes we just don't realize we've eaten way too many calories or sugars or carbohydrates for the day. It's easy yeah, that to would be me. Yeah. You know, because I had my, my fitness pal on my phone. I put it on in January, and I completely forgot about it. I set it all up. I used it for a couple of weeks, and then my life took over. And I didn't even think when Stephen said that. I'm like, oh, my God, I have that on my phone. It's like, yeah. but I, again, you're talking about that mindfulness, um, you know, autumn where we have to you know, I think just we have to slow down enough at least so that we show up in our own day. Yes, absolutely. And so many times it's difficult, but I guess if we want to be healthy and if we want to be there for our family 20 and 30 and 40 years from now, <laughs> we have to start now with that little bit of discipline. And I guess if the military is going to give you discipline, <laughs> we better put it in the right well, perspective and put it in the right in the right application. Yeah, and, and, and what I find often, too, with my clients is that they really only need to use the app for a few weeks, and then they get the idea of what they can and shouldn't be eating throughout the day and how much protein is in this this product or this you know so it it doesn't take long for you to realize um and bring it to your attention what you're taking in and what how many how much protein basically is even in a yogurt you know so exactly yeah i do that actually with my sodium because i have to stay really low on my sodium because of my heart issue but um autumn i'm so glad that you came in and got us back on track you always do it's wonderful (laughs) chatting with you (laughs) and especially on on the pinch like this we appreciate you coming in and giving us that great boost thanks so much no problem thank you for having me 
Well, uh, Sandra, we have our good friend Marcella Stretch coming. And have you been following the uh, podcasts, late, uh, not the podcast, but the uh, Pods um, Facebook group? Because they've had a lot of people that are getting in touch with their guys and gals overseas. And it's so heartwarming when you hear either boots on the ground or they got a green dot and they get to chat with somebody it's just wonderful we're going to hear all about that with marcella in a few minutes with marcella stretch from parents of deployed service members right here on military mom talk radio stay tuned Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Because there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that missed the first half of the show, you can find us on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can also go to the .com by the same name, or you can check us out on our host station, toginet.com, for this show and 150-plus other shows that deal with everything from PTSD to deployment issues to uh, PCS moving across the country, around the world. We've got lots of helpful information for military moms and their families and we like to feature outstanding uh, products that are on the market today not only uh, to help the military family but also to connect our military service members with their families and one of the groups that we're featuring today is a very very popular Facebook group owned by um, Marcella Stretch she created it it's parents of deployed service members and it's we've watched it grow Rob over the years it's an amazing 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 entity. Amazing indeed. Marcella, welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's been Good a while. Be back again. Yeah, great to hear your voice. Yes, I miss you all. We miss you too. And we are so proud of you because you did something that most people don't do. You walked a whole long way for suicide prevention. So I'd like you to tell our listeners a little bit about that first. Okay, that is called the overnight walk, and it's um, the suicide prevention walk. They do it um, once a year in different cities. Next year it's going to be in Philadelphia and, I believe, Seattle next year. And this money, you know, is raised to help um, educate people about suicide prevention and to help families who have who are struggling with um, family members who have lost their life to suicide. And what I did was I joined this team called Miles for the Military, and that is to, you know, help raise the awareness for the um, military suicide rate. Which we all know is very, very high um, in, yes. this, in this current war. And um, it's something that, that we need to be aware of as family and friends, you know, and other service members with respect to our, our military families. Marcella, what was it like to walk uh, with that many people overnight? It was close to 2,000 people, and we all walked. We had our little night bands, and it was a, a, a sightseeing-type walk as well because we went past the different monuments in Washington, D.C., and all the different highlighted areas, you know, from that, you know, people that was from out of town had joined this walk. I met a couple that flew in from Alaska. I mean, people came from all over the United States to participate in this walk, which was awesome. Well, and this wasn't just a little stroll down the street. <laughs> this was a 20 no, mile 16 hike. 16 miles. Oh, 16, 16 miles. Yes. And you did it. Good for you. Yes, yes. I'm so proud of myself because I didn't think I was going to be able to finish it, but I pressed on until I got to the end. Wow. Were there like little rest stops along the way for you or how yeah, how was it sort of stops. orchestrated? Yeah. Yeah, they had them all um, strategically, you know, located in different locations for us. The rest stops, one rest stop even included uh, what we would call a, a midnight snack. You know, nice. from sandwiches. I mean, you when you came to a rest stop, they gave you a time limit of like 30 minutes to be at the rest stop. Wow, you know, that's so you really great. Rest stop yeah. Thirty to forty-five minutes at the most, and you sat down and ate and drank and you know talked. And the most important thing I enjoyed about all the different rest stops and throughout the whole walk is just meeting different people. 
That was going to be my next question for you, Marcella. What was the temp- temperament of everybody who was walking? I'm sure everybody was there because somebody had been uh, touched by this uh, this story. How how was the temperament of everybody as you walked with them? Everybody was, it was a very peaceful, quiet, sort of quiet walk, but the most, you know, the best part about the walk is when you're walking, you're walking with different people along the way, and you get to hear their stories, and everybody is just sharing their stories so freely, and it's like I never told no one this, but this is how I felt about, you know, the situation when it affected my family, you know, so it was just nice just to be able to hear the stories to know that you're not alone. Wow. Well, and, you know, I'm on the site here looking at all the different places that you can walk. You know, it's like they're all over the country, um, Marcel and Robin. We've got, you know, one in, you know, coming up in a couple of months. We've got Virginia. We've got Minnesota. We've got Oklahoma, Maine, uh, Colorado, Michigan, North Dakota, Wyoming. I mean, really, Vermont. Yeah. There's one up by you, Rob. Get your shoes Yay, on. <laughs> I'm ready. Emily and I are get our well, boots on. Those are called a short night, um, the short walks or similar you know just but the overnight walk is a, a annual event right I right mm-hmm. yeah but sandra, i mean what's, what go what's, ahead i was gonna say what's that website sandra it's just so we're um, sure everybody gets it it's uh it's afsp.com which is the american foundation for suicide prevention and they have a listing of the what they call their out of the darkness walks they have community walks they have yes, campus right. walks and uh, marcella um, marcella participated in the overnight walk which she's right it's only you know once a year um but there's so many different ways you can get involved um you know to understand and prevent suicide um you know and and just help but you know, you know even if you just spread the word you can like it on facebook you could tweet about it because you never know you know i have a childhood friend who's um from the time we were god we were friends from four years old and her brother uh killed himself when we were in our teens and you know i don't think any of us ever recovered i know she recovered and you know we you can recover and move on but you don't and um mm-hmm. You know, 20 years later, we were just talking about, you know, this young man last week. And uh, it's something that, again, people don't really want to talk about, but it's something that happens. And especially with our military families, with military suicide so high these days, I just think it's something really important that we talk about. And their awareness is the most important thing. And I'm glad they call it the over um, out of darkness because it's something that people keep in the dark. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like when a family member, you know, leaves us because of an illness of cancer, you freely talk about that. But when it's a family member or a friend that loses their life to suicide, that's not discussed. Right. You know. And I'm glad that there are so many more outreach uh, opportunities so that people who are struggling, uh, there are places to go, there are places to talk. It's very difficult, and they have to be very brave sometimes to open open that door, but um, hopefully there are more and more uh, opportunities for people to get those kinds of services before they they get to that point so um wonderful i'm you're so remarkable marcella to have done that what else is going on with parents of deployed service members there's an awful lot of people posting with their they're talking to their guys and gals overseas yes it is and 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 
to hear all the different stories of the parents telling us about their sons or daughters is just amazing. And the main thing we're focusing on now, which is very good and is really keeping the dialogue going, is the birthday group. We call it the birthday brigade. I love and it. That has really been blowing up because what what we're doing now is instead of just sending birthday cards to the troops like we normally would do, I thought of a different idea, and that is say like Robin or Sandra or someone, it's your birthday coming up in July. And I'll, you know, you tell me your date. And what I do is I'll provide you with a, a service member who's deployed who shares the same birthday as you. And what you would oh. do is send that person a package to say, we're celebrating our birthday together. We're oh, fun. <laughs> so I try to do the matchup. If you give me your birth date, then I'll match you up with a, a service member who's deployed who has that same birthday. Oh, how fun. And what fun. do you call that? The birthday? With the birthday brigade, but now we're doing celebrating the same birthday with another service member. Well, now that Pods has grown, you can do that because chances are with the number of people that you have involved, you, you're likely to have somebody that's going to land on just about every birthday. Yes. I just about can fill up a whole calendar of deployed troops' birthdays. That's fantastic. How many members are you up to now, Marcella? We're, um, we're, I think we're up to like 1,900 and something. We were at 2,000 a little bit. But sometimes some parents will leave the group, you know, after their sons or daughters um, return back from a deployment. And we, you know, try to emphasize to them that membership is forever, you know. But, yeah. you know, some, you know, different reasons. They're like, I'm no longer using Facebook because my son or daughter is back home now. And that's true because people's uh, circumstances change. Yes. But as members drop off, new members come on. So the most important thing is we try to get people, the new people who never heard of us, to, you know, search us out on Facebook and join us and um, have someone to communicate with, you know, throughout their sons or daughter deployment. Now, we want to also probably mention that this is a closed group, so if you want to become a part of the PODS Facebook group, you need to do what, Marcella? Um, you need to go on Facebook and do a search and just type in Parents of Deployed Service Members. We're the only group on Facebook with that name, so it will not be hard to find. You'll do it um, once you um, come into the group or come to the page, you'll request to join. And when you request to join, you know, I will respond to your request. That's fantastic. You do some marvelous things, Marcella. Yes, I try to keep everybody in, in so many different areas of deployment and dealing with so many different areas of the parents, the, the service members, and we just try to cover all areas, you know, trying to keep the parents busy, trying to um, also keep our troops' morale up. You know, it's just amazing. Um, I didn't tell you that I recently moved. And when I was going through my son's items to, you know, pack up and move, I found a shoebox with all these birthday cards because he is the very first recipient of the birthday brigade. Isn't that special? Oh, my gosh. Yes, 2010 is when he received hundreds of birthday cards. And Marcella, that's a testament. Box and just reading those cards. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> just such a testament and, of, they, as to how know, special I, I that is. I explain to people that these cards actually boost these um, service members' morale so much that they actually keep the cards. They that's don't fantastic. just get these cards and that's the end. They actually save them. 
That's wonderful. Marcella Stretch, thank you so much for being with us today. I also want to make sure that everybody has that um, website again. It's AFSP.com for the walks. If you are uh, interested in a veteran crisis line, the number is 1-800-273-8255. Coming up next, you'll want to uh, stay tuned. We have Daniel Sena coming to talk about guide doggies. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and our guests today have been Autumn Arnold and Marcella Stretch. For the Parents of Deployed Service Members, you can go to Facebook, type in Parents of Deployed Service Members. Her group will come up. You can uh, send a quick note to join, and uh, it's a really, really great uh, program, Robin. And in fact, one of the uh, members of PODS uh, came into our show chat today, and uh, she just had the nicest 
nice things to say about uh, parents of deployed service members. She says, the group has been a godsend for me. I was a virgin mom of a deployed soldier, and the um, Facebook group, Pods group, has helped her a lot. So we encourage everybody, you know, whether this is your son or daughter's first deployment or their fifth deployment, to join this group. Because one of the things I've seen, Rob, live and in action in this group is that the parents who have been round the block a few times, you know, where they've had deployments with one or more of their kids one mm-hmm. or more times, they mm-hmm. give invaluable information, advice, and comfort uh, to the families going through this the first time around. And we all win. You know, we get to be able to help each other. We get to share our inspiration and our information. And even when things go sideways uh, with our deployments and our service members, to be able to talk about that together and get advice and helpful information who people who have walked that path before you is just invaluable. Absolutely. We're never alone. We've always got a friend somewhere. And that's what this this wonderful technology allows us to do. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Now we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we're going to go over to our four-legged friends for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a wonderful little workbook um, written by Daniel Sainuk. And Rob, I just think it's, I just love it. I think it's a, it's a great piece of work. I do too. I've got it in my hands as we speak. Daniel, are you with us? Yeah, I am. Hi. Thanks for having me on. Hi. Welcome. This is a delightful book. Thanks. uh, Trust you both got your copies of it. It sounds like I know I'm supposed to be probably. We did. Now, how did you come up with the idea of a a coloring book uh, called Guide Doggy, Learn How Guide Doggies Help the Blind? What, What was your inspiration for that? I, uh, well, I was born legally blind, and I went to, decided to try to get my own, or first guide dog about in two, that late 2011, and I learned a lot about dogs, and also learned about, about guide dogs, how they need to be trained, how they're used, and what they do, and what you should not do with them, and upon graduating from the school that I attended, it seemed like just the public at large I didn't know and wanted to know a lot of things about the dogs, and everybody loves dogs. So I uh, also happen to hold a Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, and I enjoy writing. So I thought, well, why don't I just see if I can put the three together here. And I wrote the book, and then it had somebody do the illustrations for me. And lo and behold, I had Guide Dog. You learn how guide dogs help the blind in this coloring book. It's a wonderful publication. What was you, was it your choice to utilize other resources uh, for your aid as opposed to getting a, di- a guide dog younger? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I I just I had mobility issues on my life, but it was something that I I wasn't really going out as much until I was an adult. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. when I was, I realized that it would. It may be a good idea to to try something different, and then I also became more independent and had my own house. And I thought, well, it would be nice to kind of have a, have a dog too. And I thought, well, I might as well get one that can actually actually help me as well. So I thought, well, equals a guide dog, right? So fly for one, and <laughs> I was able to get it. So. Well, that question sort of prefaced what my next question would be: is that now that you've had a guide dog, what are the benefits for you having a service dog? Well, like you were saying, I was listening to the show earlier. You were talking about you, 
Our guest was talking about walking for 16 miles. I mean, that's kind of that's when you have a dog, especially with a guide dog, you have to work the dog, even if you really have nowhere to go that day. Otherwise, he may start to lose his his abilities, his training, and so on. So it gets me it gets me out and it gets me walking around, even if I don't have anywhere to go. So it gives you exercise, which I like. And the other benefit is sometimes just he may see something that I don't. I I have some residual eyesight, but sometimes he may see something. And when you get them at first, they they need to be trained by by the handler as they've been trained by the by the school. But you need to work with them as well. And it just comes around where eventually you start to trust the dog even more. And it's like, oh yeah, he did see that. When you get up to it yourself, oh okay, now I know why he maybe you know turned a little bit to the side. He didn't know that before. And so. Things like that, this, those two things are, are the things that I've noticed. Well, I think it's such a valuable um, book that you created, Daniel. You know, I've got two elementary school-aged kids, and I have four dogs. And, um, yeah, I love dogs. And I would be the first one to run up and pet the dog, you know, be like, oh, my God, I love this little dog, you know. And, and, you know, I learned from your book, and, you know, and I'm a 40-something-year-old mom, you know, and I've taught my children now because of your book, like, how to respond properly uh, when a guide dog is 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 present and i love you know i have seen them with a little you know the little like vesty thing they wear that says like don't bother me i'm working or however they put it yeah right but it's really important and i'd like you to share that with our listeners today to raise awareness of of when you're out in public with your guide dog why shouldn't people go up and pet them and give them a treat and make a big fuss over them yeah i would just say if you see a guide dog guiding someone they're remember they're first off a guide before they're a, a playing dog. They they can be a dog all they want when they're when they're not working, and that is when they're not wearing the, the harness. But when they're guiding, if you try to talk the dog, talk to the dog, make eye contact with him, or throw him a treat, or pet him, you're going to distract the dog, and the person who he's guiding may trip or may un- forget where they are. They may not remember. They may get turned around a little bit, and they're oh, you know, they lost their sense of direction. So. And so you have two you have two things that have kind of been knocked off course here. You have the dog who's all rambunctious now, and the person's not real sure what happened or what's going on. So it's just better to to just let the dog work. And then if you really want to pet the dog, at least uh, ask the ask the handler, "May I pet your dog?" or something to that effect. Of that way, they'll know that somebody has an interest in the dog because it's just so important that the dog is the mobility aid first, and then. When he's like mine right now, I'm at home. So he's just laying on the floor. He's not wearing a harness. His work is done. <laughs> His work is done. Oh, it's yeah. a dog's day. <laughs> hey, coffee break. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, now, were you a part of his training? I, I, I've been watching uh, a couple of kennels that have a live stream when they have puppies born, and then they do uh, start some of the training. One of them was a Great Dane kennel, and another one, I think, was down your near you, as a matter of fact, Daniel, uh, in New Jersey. And um, it's on, oh, gosh, uh, uh, whoop, the, the, the website just went out. Went out. <laughs> you know how you get those? All of a sudden, you're just going to say it, and it just went somewhere else. Oh, well, anyway, um, they were you a part of the training of this dog, or were, did they train him specifically for you? Well, when you get... Uh, 
abducted into one of the guide dog schools, before you get in, they ask you a series of questions like, uh, I don't remember exactly what they are, but they're things like uh, basically how active are you, what kind of activities mm -hmm. do you do on your life, because you want, when you have a guide dog, the dog, you're not supposed to really change your life because you have this, this, this specialized, specially trained animal. They want the dog to fit into your life. So that's kind of the, the dog was trained, or not really trained, but his, his uh, what do you call it, maybe his attitude or his, mm -hmm. his personality is, is kind of a calm, I'm kind of, kind of you know, just laid back person. So the dog is kind of a calm dog as opposed to somebody who maybe is running around a lot, they might give you more of an active dog. But and then as far as the training goes, uh, the dog is, uh, lives with, kind of like what it says in my book, where the dog lives with the puppy, raisers for a while. And then the dog goes back to the school, and while the dog is in the school for about four months, then the dog begins to get the guide dog training. And at that time, they, after that point, the, uh, the individual is brought in who they suspect would be a good match for the dog, and then you go through training together. So I did go through training with the dog, but it was more as to match me with the dog and make sure we would work good together. The dog already had his, his basic guiding training. It was more than to get him used to working with me, and me to used to work with him, too, because I didn't know sure. him as he well knew me. So it takes time. <laughs> what are some of the things you did together in your training? In the training? Basically anything you can think of that you would, that you would do, uh, public transportation, walking around on streets, walking around on, on uh, streets that do not have sidewalks, uh, just walking around in hallways, up and down steps, in the malls. Where, where, you know, basically areas that are hugely populated, and uh, they figure if they're going to have problems with the dog, you want it to happen right off the bat while you're there, with the trainers are there. And wow. When you get home with the dog, you, you will, I mean, it's still animal, so you're going to have your, your little issues with the dog, but as they tell you in training, if you don't have any problems with the dog when you get home, then you're probably not working them enough. So, you know, make sure that you do everything you can while you're training. Yeah. Where can people find your book, Daniel? Because uh, we're getting right toward the end of the show here, and we want to make sure everyone can get your book. Uh, it's available on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble, or you can go to my website, which is uh, D-A-N-I-E-L-S as in Sam, A-Y-N-U-K dot com. And remember, the name is Guide Doggy. Learn how guide dogs help the blind in this coloring book. That's fantastic. Daniel Sainuk, this is, this is exciting. Do you have another book on the way? Uh, I currently don't. I would like to uh, write a fictional book, but uh, that one's not anywhere currently ready. Uh, this one has two other iterations of it. There's a Kindle version as well as a full-color version that has no activities. So this one's got some two other versions, but if you, people don't want a coloring book, there's other ways to, to read the information. Too. Sure. <laughs> So that's the that's the plus for getting the actual hardcover book because there's lots of puzzles and stuff in it. Daniel, thanks so much for being with us. What an enlightening uh, discussion, and we're so pleased that we got to share this book with, with everyone. Well, thanks for having me today. Thank you. Um, we want to make sure everyone tunes in next week. We have Lisa Dietrich joining us. She's a good friend. She's with us many times. She is our uh, helping us with faith and spirituality. We also have um, a doctor coming on, Dr. Orr, O-R-R, -R, uh, talking a little bit about PTSD. Um, and uh, we will hopefully um, have you with us as well. As always, we are glad you joined us. Find us at Military Mom Talk 
blogtalkradio.com or right here on our Toganet station. Thanks for being with us, everyone. For Sandra Beck, this is Robin Boyd. Have a great week, everyone.